2: Come on, man. Like, uh, I thought we talked about this. We had Mocha Mm -hmm. Mondays. We had Tan Tuesday. And I thought it
3: was Weave and Wig Out Wednesday. No, we said it's Wave Cap Wednesdays. (sighs) Wig, wig. I don't wear wigs. I don't need a wig. I got natural hair. Wink, wink. You got extensions, my dude. Don't don't front. Like I you told got you the... that in <laughs> privacy. I told you that in privacy. If Road Dog could pretend that he's got long hair, I could do the same thing too. It is wave cap Wednesdays, not wig Wednesdays. If I've known, I went to my mom's house. Mama Nyangi and her ten thousand wigs. I would have picked one. Well, regardless of what
2: Wednesday it is, we're going to be talking about Daniel O'Brien's or Brian Danielson, excuse me, AEW schedule concerns and much more on this edition of Wrestling Daily. hello 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 it is me it is me your true hill phenom sp3 i can't hear with uh, the wig in the way but we are here for weave wig out and wave cap wednesday we did mocha mondays we did tan tuesdays we are back at it again on wednesday three days straight with your favorite from wrestling daily well outside of alice mccarthy and stephanie chase numbers three and four but we are still in the top four but I, it is me your true Hill phenom sp3 back in the saddle once again with mommy
3: nianghi's baby boy sat e sat e and the e man i'm gonna run out of e's the e today stands for efficient <laughs> i'm efficient whenever you need me i'm there. and guys no need to Argue in the chat. I'm obviously the fourth favorite member of the wrestling that daily family, which is okay. No, 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 Which is okay. Cause I'm still the new guy. I'm still earning my stripes and all these guys are my senpais. So I have respect. I'm still the young lion. So let's not forget that, guys. I've been here for a couple of months. I'm still wearing my black trunks. I haven't done my excursion yet. You know, even I'm practicing. I'm doing something with Greg Cherry, the, the wrestling trivia tournament that me and SP3 are doing, by the way. That's my excursion. That's how I am getting myself out there. Young Bobby Eaton there. Young Shane Douglas in Royal Rumble. Was in 1991 or 1990 that he did? Young blue chipper. Look at that, Bobby I'm Eaton like, I n-
2: I've never, I've never had this type of hair in my life. This is, this is wonderful. This is how, this is how uh, all the wrestlers feel. I got
3: like a mullet going on right now. You it's went all crazy and stuff. You went to the grave of Bobby Eaton. You opened up the casket and you yanked his wig. You disgusted piece of crap. <laughs>
2: I am sorry but you guys know what you're here for you're here for the titular news but remember as always to drop a thumbs up on this video share this video with your friends of course if you're new to the wrestling daily YouTube channel hit that subscribe button hit the bell to stay notified we're like uh I believe six or seven subscribers away from 12.8k let's let's get off that let's get off that schschneiing and subscribe become a part of the good egg community you can also become a member and become official elite good egg and of course we want to hear from you guys we want to hear your thoughts on the titular news on braun breaker's plans after halloween havoc we'll talk a little halloween havoc as well wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily but sat let's get into the titular news it's all about mr brian danielson aew schedule concerns as he admits he needs to wrestle less in aew he had an interview uh they're doing the the local media as tonight's aew dynamite will be from boston massachusetts you know me as a new yorker i hate that name i hate that the name of that city but speaking with uh boston uh we boston w-e-e-i uh he said and i quote i'm a little I'm a little more judicious, uh, but realistically, the big thing that has changed, and this was a choice when I re signed my last WWE contract and when I came to AEW. And one of the benefits of AEW is that I need to be doing less matches because I like to go hard. Uh, If you tell me uh, go a little bit lighter today, it's easy to say, but in practice, it doesn't work like that. I don't care if they are 20,000 people, like at Arthur Ashe Stadium or if there are uh, 85 people, and I've wrestled in front of less than 100 people many times, the people still pay their money to see the show, and you want to give them a great show. It's hard for people like me to pull back. Really, it's about doing a less number of matches per year and focusing on the quality of those matches, making sure I give the live crowd something they are happy they paid their money to see. And, you know, we've been seeing it, with the uh the last run that he had in wwe he was more on like a part-time schedule doing you know a bunch of less matches taking uh you know periods of sabbaticals where he was off tv and then he would come back especially with the pandemic he did that a few times and and now we're seeing it with aew although the frequency of his matches has picked up in the last couple of weeks two weeks ago back-to-back nights against Minoru suzuki in arguably one of my favorite matches of the year and then main eventing saturday Night Dynamite against Bobby Fish. Last week, he was up against Dustin Rhodes. Tonight, they taped the Rampage match with him and Eddie Kingston in the AEW World Title Eliminator. So, what do you think about Brian Danielson admitting that he has to wrestle less in AEW because of how hard he's going in the ring?
3: So, I I think that Brian Danielson, like the name Brian Danielson, because I feel like it's almost come to a point that Daniel Bryan. Was almost a parody of what Brian Danielson is. It's like that's why you know he's playing it. He's doing it. He had a safer wrestling style in WWE if that was even possible. I mean, the guy had concussions for a reason. And uh, now that the shackles known as Vince McMahon is being you know released from his from his arms, he's being showing people, especially Dave Meltzer, my goodness, because he had got a chip on the shoulder, an award named after him, and he's never won it. And the only reason it was named after him is because he prematurely no, he retired. He did.
2: He did win the uh, no, tech- no no no. Technical Wrestler of the Year Award. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. That's why that they wait, wait. they named they named sorry, the technical technical
3: yeah, yeah, Wrestler sorry. of the Year
0: Award yeah, yeah. After, because he won I it like nine yes, years yes, straight. Yes,
3: let's, let's I did my Wikipedia search. I know. What I'm sorry. I mean, he never won a match of the year. Wikipedia's the best. I went on there. You know, I meant he's never won a match of the year, and that must have been a chip on his shoulder. He needed to redeem his good name, which he has, and. The negative side only in wrestling, the negative side of, of not phoning it in in the ring is that you might get injured a lot. Cause he's been wrestling a lot, yeah. doing AEW dark elevation and so forth. Even a lot of people say it's beneath I'm him. Now, and Dave for Heat, Whoa. Radio. Exactly. Dave Meltzer's chasing me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, <laughs> listen up. I love you, man. I love the stuff you do. It's just that when I love people, I make fun of them. You can't you can't kiss people's ass. I'm not like you, Dave. I can be impartial. I can I can you know. <laughs> scold you and love you at the same time. He can't scold AEW to save his life. That's where my issue lies with him. Brian Danielson has been trying to prove himself because he knows that Zack Sabre Jr. is technically the best wrestler or so forth according to Dave Meltzer. So he needs to redeem himself, which he has. Now he can chill out a bit, which he, he can miss some weeks. He can just do promos because he's good at, good at cutting promos. And the harder he goes, he's running end a little bit early. So he needs to take it chill. He's now a guy in his early 40s. He's got children. He's got a history of concussions. So I'm glad that he's got that vision because I don't think Tony Khan's got the heart to tell him, hey, buddy, take it easy. <laughs> SP, what you think?
2: No, he does not. He's just like, go as hard as you want. I'm going to give you back-to-back nights with uh, Minoru Suzuki and Bobby Fish, and you can just do whatever the hell you want. Um. Yeah, I mean, Brian Danielson has been on a hell of a run since he came to uh, AEW, and even the stuff that he did in WWE. His match with Roman Reigns at Fastlane was a great matchup. It, the Triple Threat match uh, against Roman and Edge was one of the best matches uh, in WWE this year. His uh, title versus career match on SmackDown against Roman was one of the best TV matches in all of professional wrestling. So, and then you you combine that with what he's done in AEW so far. The classic, uh, one of the greatest AEW dynamite matches of all time against Kenny Omega, the 30 minute time limit draw at Grand Slam. Great matchup with uh, on Rampage against Nick Jackson, the aforementioned Suzuki match. Bobby Fish, he had one of uh, Dustin Rhodes' uh, fa- uh, best matches in AEW last week on Dynamite, and I'm sure that he and uh, Eddie Kingston will have a, a hell of a matchup on Rampage on Friday. So, Brian Danielson is is putting his name etched in stone but i think it was more he never had the five star match that he's been looking for until he versus kenny omega at uh aew dynamite grand slam but plenty of this matches in roh and even a couple in wwe were five stars in my opinion Bingo. so that's just it's a subjective type of thing it, it but is. it makes it makes a lot of sense that he is going to take it easy as far as the amount of matches that he's doing. It's not something that's relatively new. Like I said, in the last couple of years, he's taken a bunch of uh, short and long breaks where it's he's been able to kind of put his all into the few matches that he's been able to do. So the fact that he's making it known that you know he's is doing he is picking up the frequency of his matches as of late, it ain't gonna last for
3: long. Okay, Sp, I was very diplomatic with my answer. Can I tell you the real answer? Of what I really think? I got to take this wig off. Go ahead. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, take off, take off, take off the Bobby Eaton wig. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. He went home. I was getting and- hot. <laughs> I'm keeping, I'm keeping this on. It, it feels like a vice grip. It feels like Great Carly's vice grip in my head, but I'm going I'm to keep it on. I'm going to keep the gimmick going. I think oh Brie Bella God. gave him a tongue lashing. He's like, you're not getting any of that Any of that pot, that golden pot, unless you get off that stool. He knows, yeah, he's going home aching pains. This is Brian Danielson. He's the kind of guy, he's got concussion, he's still going. I think Brie Bella see that he's in pain and he's like, hey, you need to ease up. you got two kids now and me. yeah. Yeah, that also that
2: also makes a whole lot of sense as well. So we want to know from you guys: Do you think that Brian Danielson should be uh, wrestling a little bit more, or do you think he is right to go about, uh, you know, the whole? taking more of a part-time schedule and having schedule concerns with the amount of matches that he's doing at AEW let us know wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily we want to hear from you guys wrestling daily is an interactive show so we are we are nothing without you guys so your ultra chats are very important and we love to to hear from all of the good eggs out there We also got to talk about a little bit of WWE here and NXT 2.0 had his first special episode last night uh, set. We talked about it a little at the end of uh, yesterday's episode where WrestleVotes put out a report saying that last night's Halloween Havoc was going to be the start of the brawn-breaker era in NXT and the time of Set E's arch-nemesis, Tommaso Champo was winding down. So you can only imagine how Set Felt when Tommaso Ciampa defeated uh, Braun Baker, but it was a good matchup in my opinion, a good main event to close the show. And WrestleVotes has updated their report with a with t- saying what they meant by yesterday's tweet, saying that guys never, in all capital letters, so I should say, never said Breaker was winning. This was the first part of him being the guy going forward. At one point it was discussed to give him the title last night, uh, but obviously they chose otherwise probably a good idea in the long run. And I totally agree with that. I think that Braun Breaker is well on his way to being the face of NXT 2.0. He's well on his way to being called up to the main roster and being a superstar for the future. But right now isn't that time. This was only the guy's second singles match, his fourth match overall. It would have been too soon. And there's you You always have to think about that with guys that are rookies. It's, sometimes it's too soon to give them that type responsibility to be the champion of the brand so what did you think about the decision to keep the NXT championship on Tommaso Ciampa
3: I'm gonna keep it PG for you man like when Tommaso Ciampa came up with that blue lies matter line on his face yeah Kratos god of war sure blue streak that's 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 subtle right okay you're outrageous <laughs> love you um is this time now? Is 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 a rarity? Not since the days of Velvet in Dreams, a rarity. You see a young guy that everyone collectively could see next in. He's he he's not. Is it too soon? Yeah, but he's a second generation wrestler that is a natural in the ring. Look how good he is now. He'll be great down the line. I'm sorry. Raquel Gonzalez. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Let's talk about Raquel Gonzalez. She was given a title. Was it too soon for her? They answered, she had been in NXT since 2000. 15. What are you exactly. talking about? She wrestles like someone that's been wrestling for two two days. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it on. She's still wrestling awkward, awkward little pauses here and there. She ain't fluid in the ring. So if they can give her the title, they could give Rob Breaker the title as well. And at the same time, okay, at the same time, even though I rag on, on Champa, I can understand as well. It's like Braun Breaker was a bit too full of himself. he The rookie, heck. That, that second rope fall, they kind of covered it well. But you know who's going for a bulldog. You know that that for. was
2: no, that was reminiscent of Scott Steiner, the famous uh botch that he did off the apron where he tripped off the apron. It was it, it was reminiscent of that. He was doing a lot of things like Scott. I did like him pulling out the Frankensteiner. That was a nice little spot. It's always impressive when a guy his size does a Frankensteiner. That, that was good, but yeah, that, that
3: one botch did show that he's just not ready yet. Zach. No, he's no, no, ready. no. The, what happened was Greg Hamilton put some some kind of uh, oil in the second row. Rope, and he fell off the second rope. My guy is flexible, and by the way, I think that's a hurricane runner because he went to his side a bit. Frankenstein, if you just break your no, neck, no, neck, no, 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 you, <laughs> you break your neck. Come on, no, you, you no. Look, WCW. At, look at I, watching I, I WCW. Watch, Exactly, I've been watching W. C. W. in 1996. He was doing it. That Scott does way. a reverse power bob. That was a reverse power bump He went to his side a bit. That's a hurricane runner. In hey, Frankenstein, you you spike your neck coming down. <laughs> Hence why he started doing the second rope. Hence why he started doing the second rope because he was spiking his head too much. Much. Scott didn't care. He was reckless. And and another fact I want to mention. So Bron Breaker was born what ninety eight. So all he's ever known is Big Papa Pum, Pump. He's never known yeah. his uncle has been All American. You know Cookie no. Cutter Scott Steiner. That blows my mind. Hence the ha. And then you know, <laughs> give it a mic. Ha. Um. Yeah. I want Bron Breaker to win. Is that like when you got that momentum? Can it replicate it? Can it elongate it? Will he turn the heel? I, I don't know where. Obviously he's gonna be the face of the brand. They need faces. He should be the face, not Von Wagner, the caveman. But um, I feel like it should have been all go. It was there. No one would have been sad. And now they're elongating it. I hope they've got a great story to tell. SP.
2: This was a good way to to put him over in defeat. Like I said, he did have a bunch of spots that he looked good in. It took a lot from Champa. He kicked out of the fairy tale ending. He got busted open. He had a busted, uh, busted mouth. It took a whole bunch of knees and then a the second fairy de- fairy tale ending to put him away. It was a good, very good matchup. A very good way to close the show. I would probably say it was the second best match of the night. I would say the best match of the night was MSK versus Imperium. And what do you think about, you know, first I have to ask you because we didn't get to talk about it in the last two days, the uh, reports about MSK uh having having said something uh Wesley Lee when he was formerly known as Desmond Xavier saying comments about Izzy taking a choke slam at an independent show and then her her parents more specifically her father uh getting a mob of fans in the CWC to start booing MSK. And that's the reason why MSK has been getting a negative reaction over the last couple of months. What did you think about uh, that report? And what did you think about their match last night with Imperium, where it seemed like they got rid of those fans because MSK finally got cheered like babyfaces on their last night
3: as NXT Tag Team Champion. Or I'm gonna keep it PG. Is this thing called the woodshed that JR talks about? I think Izzy's dad needs to be taken there and you know taken to the woodshed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Beaten down. That's what, like, um, what Wesley said was accurate at the time. Is he was 13 years old, not the time to be taking bumps. Apparently, got that like, show stage mom, stage dad kind of um vibes from the parents. Yes, so I'm happy to go kicked off. I'm sorry, Izzy. It was all cute when you were Bailey's number one fan. Now you're overstayed your welcome like Champa. You're now like, old milk. GTFO. I don't care. GTFO. I'm keeping it PG. But there's a lot of people just be playing. <laughs> Leave MSK alone. MSK <laughs> is great. And now really? when it is the title, it's going to be worth money oh man i i i they, i have this comment here from
2: lizzie stallion and i think she's correct and Seth chose violence he showed violence today on champa he's told violence today on on izzy god
3: god damn, it's, it's not izzy's fault izzy was just it is doing it's her fault she's a product of environment she supports tessa blanche if you support a racist <laughs> uh... If you support a racist, if you sit next to a racist, you can defend a racist. I guess you must be a racist because you can't go too way about it. Either you agree with your friend's behavior or you condone it. If you don't condone it, that means you support it. And if you support it, you are my enemy. And she, she needs to time out. She needs to grow up. The people she's spending time with, they're not the right people, including her parents. Emancipation because your parents can't teach you right or wrong. They're not the parents for you. You get what I mean, Izzy? You gotta bounce, Izzy. Just do a Drew. Just do a Drew. you can't even continue it. <laughs> just do a Drew, ladies ladies Drew Just do a Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> Emancipate from your parents. They're not right for you.
2: It, it, yeah, I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from, though. I thought it was ridiculous that that was the whole reason uh, why MSK was getting booed because I was always confused by it. I was like, why does the CWC hate MSK? Like, they're CWC's still the- trash. Yeah, yeah, that is, trash. is true. That is true. It's it's n- in no way comparable to full sale. Full sale was a different type of energy. Full sale was like a WWE cookie cutter version of ECW arena there where you, you you could get over, and sometimes though their, their their chants were a little bit offensive, like Sasha's ratchet. I mean, that was <laughs> a, that that had nothing to do with a character that had to do with the color of a skin while they was using that word in particular. I'm just saying, but um. Full Sail which is a different type of energy than CWC. CWC's is even a more watered-down version of Full Sail. So that's saying something. But I'm happy that MSK got the reaction they've been looking for over the last couple of months. They had a great match with Imperium. Made Imperium look good in their second reign as NXT Tag Team Champions. And overall, Halloween Havoc, I would say, was one of the better episodes of the 2.0 era. I haven't been the biggest fan of them, but if you cut out some of no I haven't at all. Um yeah. No, I, I told you I told you yesterday there's three guys I like. And it's, it's Braun Breaker, Carmelo oh, Hayes. I, I thought you were talking yeah, yeah.
3: about Halloween Havoc versions of NXT. I oh, no, 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 I like the Halloween thought Havoc you. versions
2: yeah, yeah. of NXT. Is NXT 2.0? I haven't been that big of a fan of because yeah. they, I, I feel like they really haven't decided what they want to be yet. They still want to have the developmental, but then you have guys like Champa. you got guys like Organo, you got guys like Pete Dunne. You have to do something with these guys. If you, you're either going to be 100, 100% developmental, with these guys kind of building those guys up, or you're gonna you're gonna have a mix of it, but they just don't seem to have the right blend as of yet. But Halloween Havoc seemed like it was more in the right direction. They refreshed a lot of things. Mandy Rose, the new NXT Women's Champion, Toxic attractions got all the gold with Gigi Dolan and J C Jane winning the NXT Women's Tag Team titles, and for once, the Women's Tag Team titles have an actual freaking tag team as the champion So I'm happy about that, and that ladder match that bump by Io Shirai what did, you, what did you think what was any other highlights that you had from Halloween Havoc last night?
3: I feel like a lot of the women were wa- watching Shelton Benjamin ladder matches because all of them was hopping on ladders and then you see zoe Stark she did her jump but she couldn't she didn't she didn't have Shelton's panache to do a cent on outside she just did a little <laughs> you know she watched Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia so she doesn't <laughs> uh, the match was good for what it was it was a coming out party for a lot of women it was the first special for a lot of women that started in NXT yeah. 2.0 Eoshirai, Shirai, she sticks out like a sore thumb in a way as in she should be on the main roster right now. I feel like it, it's like, even when she won a tag team title, they forgot about that. They barely featured uh, Zoe Stark and Io Shirai. They did a lot of racist sketches, you know. Someone must have watched uh, Rush Hour and got, again, they got nationalities mixed up <laughs> and got everything mixed up. It's like, fish out of water sketches do not work. No. Unless you've got the comedy genius. There's no comedy genius in WWE. No matter how much they think they've got a sense of humor, their sense of humor tends to be sophomoric, kind of 80s, Animal House-esque, which kind of expired back in that decade. Um, The women's match was great. And I felt like um Mandy Rose, congratulations on Mandy Rose winning the title. Now I'm happy that the title's off <laughs> Raquel Gonzalez. No offense, Raquel should never hold a title again until she's more polished in the ring. Her matches were always... Nah. Because, nah, you know, at one point, NXT women's division was the best in the world. And when yes. they had Raquel Gonzalez at the helm, the women's match became, nah, nah, nah. I'm going to skip it a little bit. I, I, I'll be honest. I skip her matches because I watched her matches against, I think, Zaya Lee, And I was like, gosh darn it. You need some <laughs> more training. And also, Indy Hartwell, when she pushed off the ladder, more of the Shawn Michaels, you know, acting school academy. I mean, that's what they're teaching them
2: yeah yeah the the facial expressions and everything yeah it's a, it's a little bit over the top sometimes but that sick bump by Io Shirai Io Shirai is a is a god in my opinion yes. one of the best but yeah I do agree with you when it comes to Raquel Gonzalez I am a fan of hers I like the look I think she's a very uh she's a she was a very good dominant uh you know monster heel for the division but then when they tried to transition her into a baby face it worked a little with dakota kai and i think that's why they brought back dakota kai to kind of re uh to re-establish uh raquel gonzalez as a baby face because no. it hasn't done well since dakota kai has left she when she was a heel she was getting over but as a baby face it just doesn't work with her size but i like yeah, and when you compare her to the other title reigns like Io Shirai or uh, Shayna Baszler or Asuka, it just does it. It's just not up to par. It's probably one of the weaker long-term uh, NXT ch- the women's championship reigns that I remember. Not weaker than Ember Moon's. No offense to Ember Moon. I love Ember Moon, but uh, her reign was was rough. But uh, it, it was it <laughs> was. It Where was, it, is she
3: now? She <laughs> chose to go back. She's another one. She went back to NXT, and now they did nothing with. Her. Just go back to the main roster. Be a tag team with Shotzi or something. And also while we're at it, quickly, I want to say, Zelina Vega me- is missing like a maid-like character. Aaliyah's doing nothing. She's eating, catering. She's feasting her face. Just make her maid. Just make her like the personal maid to Zelina. That's what's missing from the act. Someone that she can belittle and someone that can carry yeah. her cape and-, and gown. Aaliyah's doing nothing, guys. Do something with her.
2: I do I do agree with you there, Aaliyah, with that promo that she did that everything's gonna be bougie from now on from now on. It, it it makes sense why Robert Stone was in her corner doing the promos for her. But we want to hear from you guys what you guys thought about Halloween Havoc. I know there's one ultra chat in the chamber, but I want to hear from you guys what you liked about Halloween Havoc, what you didn't like. Wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily. Before we get to that ultra chat, the last bit of news that we gotta cover here is all about the latest wwe release wwe actually waited a couple of months before they released somebody sat and it was just one person and not a bunch of people for once and it was none other than the aforementioned greg hamilton yes. I, know, I know i know maddie is crying tears because he's made us all do the impersonation but yes smackdown ring announcer uh, greg hamilton was released from the company yesterday it appears the reason why was he went off and threatened uh, to sue rapper Westside Gun uh, with it for his song "Undertaker versus Goldberg," uh, saying that he would get the WWE lawyers on Westside Gun for sampling his voice. Uh, Westside West Side Gun has uh, consistently been supportive of WWE and his music, and it seemed like uh, this was just another example of that. But Greg Hamilton did not take light to that. He says in a tweet, "Well." At Westside Gun at Buffalo Kids Gallery. Let's hope that since you stole my voice for your incoherent kindergarten fables, that you saved up enough delivering for DoorDash because you are angry-faced emoji. Uh, you'll be paying me for years. I apologize and I'll think about not collecting every dime for the rest of your life, or I can just get WWE lawyers. That's okay too. Settle with my lawyer. And don't ever use my voice <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> you you felt that. I had to do it with the same veracity that he put it in. And then... If that wasn't the reason, apparently uh, Greg Hamilton had to have his own back, and he wrote in a, in a, uh, a diatribe uh, about the release. He says, after six years and 52 weeks a year, it's time to say goodbye. First and foremost, don't let the internet or social media gas you up. Uh, this was a mutual respect Departure from a great company Nothing but respect from both sides It's business And mm. understand that what you see on social media Is exactly that It's not real life Especially for your favorite superstars that, There are human beings with real lives And liar. incredible human brains. The hate, the hate and the bullying the uh, That is read And internalized <laughs> by real human beings Not characters the That needs to be he said oh, my friends i had to just i had to just read the, the first lies. paragraph because i mean we we got to get the bs monitor
3: yes oh oh all the way in the red guys i'm holding my microphone next to my mouth because i want to say something you see go ahead i do not condone people losing their job but this guy has been showing his arse for a while he went so when leo rush announced his yes. retirement my guy was talking about battling with mental health. What did Gregory Hamilton, slave plantation owner vibes do? He crept up and saying about how about hard work, about how dedication, how his work ethic is different. And then what did he do, right? Westside Gun is a noted wrestling fan. For people that don't watch wrestling, and for people that listen to hip-hop, they know how much the West Side Gun loves wrestling. He names his um, title, titles after wrestling you know, wrestling songs and wrest- wrestlers or pay-per-views. He's a huge wrestling fan. He goes yeah. to AEW shows. He's at the yeah. front. He goes to WWE shows. He's at the front. He's high-fiving Big E. This guy's a noted wrestling fan like Wale. All Greg Hamilton had to do was Google and then shut his mouth. But then he decided to flex. He decided to flex like WWE. Know him like that. which is like, I don't know you like that you still here? Alpha, when I let Shane go, you're a package deal. Who's not the best in the world? Best of luck in your future endeavors because you're out of here. I'm happy. I'm sorry. This guy's been showing his ass one too many times. I've been blocking his crap. sp free. I rejoice. I, I don't mind. I'm not mad at it at all. I'm a big fan
2: of Leo Rush. I thought his comments towards Leo Rush were wrong. I, I did think that he was a pretty good ring announcer because not a lot of ring announcers have stood out, and he did with that whole best in the world thing. So he has to thank Shane McMahon for keeping a paycheck for as long as he did. And I don't like anyone losing their job. But yeah, I don't have as much sympathy as I have in the past for other WWE releases for Greg Ham. Hamilton. but that brings us at to our ultra chat here from urcy 18 thank you so much for that ultra chat good brother and he says Orchi, i'm sorry uh sat couldn't critique charlotte to save his life dot 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 just kidding love you sat
3: first of all yeah i get i get hate style like, i get called a hater and the moment i don't want to hate someone i get told i don't have to hate you guys have to pick a side. Am I a hater or not a hater? Please put it in the chat, guys. Am I a hater or not a hater? Hey, I, I've been I've been calling AEW shill, even though I
2: sleep next to somebody who goes to work every day at WWE headquarters, mm-hmm. and my and my kids make my kids eat uh, mm-hmm. off the WWE paycheck. So I mean, we all get the comments, we all see the comments, and it sat. I know what you do.
3: You 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 are a troll on. <laughs> I a told trip. him the truth. <laughs> Don't tell me what Sat stands for, strong ass troll. <laughs> such a troll. He's That's what Sat stands for. Such a troll. He's such a troll. He's Marilla, a troll. he knows. When we when we when we when he goes live and it goes off. When we finish the episode, I go to him, yeah, man, my real opinion is this, this, that, (laughs) we start laughing, we shake hands, he goes back to being a dad, I go back to being a human being, on here I'm having fun, why? Because you guys love opposition, because you guys like wrestling, if you like wrestling, that means like violence, if you like violence, I choose violence all the time, I go against the grain, I like to make it rain. That's that's the
2: T-shirt, ladies and gentlemen. You, you know, get the uh, mod mother hit up hit up the uh, the wrestle the wrestle merge people. Sat chose violence is the T-shirt, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, but that has been it for this edition of Wrestling Daily for Wavecap and wig wednesday on wrestling daily thank you everyone who joined us live remember to drop a thumbs up on the video share it with your friends subscribe if you are new alex a mac our our fearless leader will be back tomorrow with stephanie chase they're gonna be talking about promise uh, Yes, we promise. AEW Dynamites return to Wednesdays, so stay tuned for that. Become a good egg, become a member of the Wrestling Daily community. For Sadie, I'm SP3.